0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope that these messages encourage and inspire you in your personal journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. So God is shifting us. So this is our new series called Shift. So God takes us to different seasons in our lives. Right, God is shifting us. So turn with me, if you will, to Joshua 1. God is shifting us. It's important when God shifts, we must shift, right? Otherwise, we'll be left behind. Otherwise, we'll be wandering in the wilderness, wondering when is this season going to be over? We don't want to miss the shift. We want to recognize when God is shifting us so that way we can make the shift. We are responsible to shift when God is shifting. Are you following me? So Joshua 1, let's start in uh, uh, verse 9. It says here, have have I not commanded you? I mean, that's like a huge challenge right there. (laughs) Imagine if God said that to you. Have I not commanded you? It says to be strong of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the camp and command the people saying, prepare provisions for yourself. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go and to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. To possess, possess. So, familiar passages of scripture, familiar story. It's been preached over and over and over again, but it's just a great example of life, right? So, here is, is the Lord speaking to Joshua. He's saying, listen, Moses is dead, you're the guy now, all right? It's time for you guys to get out of this season and go to the next one, all right? You've been in the wilderness way too long. Now it's time to move on, all right? So today we're going to talk about a season of preparation, a season of preparation, now when it's time for you to actually move on from that season to another, Right. So God was just like, "Okay, Joshua, it's just it's really time to to, to move on. You guys been here way, way too long because a lot of times fear stop us from moving forward. Right. So so God made a covenant with Joshua. And it's really important that Joshua heard these words from God. He says, I will be with you wherever you go. And God's very strategic. He's very, he told him, he says, go tell the people to gather up their provisions. To gather up their provisions. Why is that so important? Why is that so important? Well, if you think about where the Israelites came from, they came from nothing. So all they had came from God. So God said to gather your provisions and to take it with you into the next season. Because everything they had, they, they were, they, uh, God fed them every night for 40 years. So all the clothing that they had came from God. All the food that they had came from God. Everything that they had. He says, so gather up your provisions. Gather up, gather up everything I provided for you and bring it to the next season. Why is that so important? So that way you can remember in this new season, this new season you're entering, you will remember when you fall on tough times, you'll remember how much I provide, provided for you. Yes. I will be with you wherever you go, right? So those provisions were very important that they will remember how much God provided for them. Sometimes we forget. We move on from one season to the next, and then we face a trial, right, and we forget how much God has done for us already. Why would he stop now? He'll never stop. He'll never stop providing. He will never stop um, blessing us. Right. Just because just because he's God. That's just what he does. He loves us that much. He will never if your life is in God's hands, he will never stop seeking you. He will never stop providing for you. He won't stop. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to stop. We are his children. He takes care of his children. Yes, he does. You better believe. That the times that you feel like God's not moving, oh, he's, he's moving. Yes. He's moving. Thank you. Sometimes you are in that I'm about to season. <laughs> it can be a tough season to be in, but you, you're in I'm about to season. That means I'm about to pour you out a blessing. Yes. I'm about to do something in your life. I'm about to shift you into a new season. You're going to see things that you've never seen before. How many people here feel like that? I'm in an about to season. God's about to move. Oh, come on. Somebody's got to catch up with me today. It'll only get better if you go with me on this. Come on, I need a few more amens. I need a few more uh, preach it pastors. Come on, Pastor Steve will take care of you, right? Come on, any preach it pastors is $100. He's a generous man. Come on, say preach it pastor. Pastor. Come on, go with me. Come on, we're going somewhere. I'll say it's time to move on. So God is saying this to someone here today. He's saying this to someone here today. He wants you to fast, reflect, and gather for two days. And on the third day, he's going to reveal your next season. So to fast, to deny yourself, consecrate (laughs) yourself, and reflect on the goodness of God. Things that, all the things that God has provided for you in the past. Right. Gather those testimonies because you're going to need them. Gather those testimonies. Put them in a journal. Re- meditate on them. Meditate on the goodness of God. And in three days, in three days, he's going to reveal a plan to you. Wow. Wow. In a season of preparation, God will call you to a New season, new assignment, and a new vision. New season, new assignment, and a new vision. A new assignment. Canaan was the Israelites' new assignment. New assignment. It was their new assignment. What is your Canaan? The, they were supposed to possess this land. They were supposed to uh, um, take charge of this land. They were supposed to live, occupy this land. God was giving them this assignment. God will always call you to a place, to a thing, to a person. Right? Have you noticed assignment comes before vision? Assignment comes before vision. Genesis One, um, I mean, Genesis 12, starting in verse one, it says the Lord said to Abram, leave your native uh, country, new season, your relatives and your fathers and and family and go to the land which I show you. Right. Um, Assignment. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. Vision." Assignment comes before vision. Wherever you are divinely located is where you will flourish and succeed. Wherever you divinely located is where you will flourish and succeed. Somebody's got to get, get excited this morning. See, it's when you are divinely located somewhere is when you start walking in favor. Favor just follows you. You just, you just start walking in favor. You can't even help it because you, you are where God called you to be. Right. So you just start walking in favor. Amen. And just people just start showing up. Right. Wanting to help you for the vision that you have. They just start showing up. You don't even know where they came from. It's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You just meet them. and just like, oh, we just have kindred spirits and things. You ever meet someone like that? So you have kindred spirits and they just showed up to support you and to help you. They're all about serving you. Are oh, you with me? So when you are divi- wherever you divinely located is where you will flourish and succeed. The Holy Spirit just start moving in your life. Just start God just start downloading, uh, loading things in, in your life. It's important to have a relationship with with God yeah, yeah. because clarity, right, revelation, wisdom, right, insight are byproducts of that. Come on. Come on. God just start moving in your life, just start giving you visions, start giving you revelation on, on things because you are where you're supposed to be. This is your assignment. And be, I called you to this place where I will provide wisdom for you. I will provide revelation for you. You will never have to lack any, in anything, ever. Come on, man. Because wherever you, God called you to be, your provisions are. Will be waiting for you. So good. God's saying that now, now. It's time, Joshua. It's time for you guys to go to a place where I called you to go. Amen. They were in a place where they weren't supposed to be. It's tough being somewhere God's not. <laughs> Come on. He may be there, but it's not for you, <laughs> right? And it just keeps you wandering around the same season. I want to see something different. Come on. I want to experience something different. I want a new revelation. I don't want to just keep going on the same revelation that God's given me 10 years ago. I want some new revelation. I want to be used by God. I don't want to stay in the same place in my life. I want God to use me more. I want to learn more about him. So good. I want new testimonies. Right? I want new testimonies. Right? So, where you are divinely located is where you will flourish and succeed. What is your Canaan? What is God challenging you to step up in faith? So, we're going to try to accomplish two things today. Want to go with me? Two things we're going to try to accomplish. We want to answer the question, how do I know when God is shifting me into a new season? And secondly, what do I do to shift with God? Okay? So, first one, how do I know if God is preparing me for a new season? Well, God begins to prepare you for things up ahead. Right? So he begins to speak to you about things that's for another season. Right? Right? So that's why it's important that we stay connected with God. So he told, he told Abraham, he says, he says and, they were, and they were like really old. He told Abraham, he says, listen, you're going to have a son. <laughs> you're going to have a son and you're going to be a father of many nations. So he told Abraham in the one season that he was in, he, was ta- he told Abraham about another season that he was, that he was uh, preparing him for. So God will start. So so God won't just speak to you about the season that you're in. He'll speak to you about the season that you're going into. Yes. Right. Because you should have already been prepared for the season that you're in. <laughs> wow. Right. So God will start sharing with you about things that 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 he's preparing you for in, in the future. Right. And then God will send someone to confirm he revealed uh that the the vision that he gave you, the things that he's talking to you about, uh is true. He will send someone else to reveal it to yeah. you. You following me? Right, so John fourteen twenty six, it says but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So the Holy Spirit start, start confirming what God said to you. So, so it will be the Holy Spirit or it could be someone or, or, or something, right? It's always the Holy Spirit, right? Revealing these things to you. If God has given you a word or a dream, he'll also back it up with confirmation. Come on, yes. Yeah. He'll he'll send someone. He'll send. The Holy Spirit will always confirm. But we have to be careful because the enemy will send a counterfeit. You know, some, you know, you meet some people and they try to talk. You speak to your life, tell you what God is telling you to do and all that. And it don't sit right with your spirit. Trust the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. It's not just you. It's the Holy Spirit. If it don't sit right with you. Don't let it sit right with you. (laughs) Don't let it sit right with you. Right? Just wait for that confirmation. Trust me, God will show up. God will show up. So the Holy Spirit will, I mean, the devil will send counterfeits. Right? So, all right. So what do we need to ship? So So first, when God is calling us into another season, to another season, so God will start speaking to you about things to come. And that's why it's good to meditate and to pray and be in his presence, because he's always talking. He's always talking. Pastor Pete was killing me this morning. He was like, God's been chattering. <laughs> he's a chatter bug. <laughs> right? Just God, so that's being in his presence, right? He will always, like, God just won't stop talking. A lot of times we don't hear them because we're talking. It's hard to talk and listen at the same time. Sometimes, just sometimes, I know myself. I have to discipline myself being in the presence of God because I feel like I have all these brilliant ideas. It's almost as if I need to help God out. Like, and especially when he tells me something, I'm, like, relentless. I'm like, oh, yes, oh, praise God. Like, come up, I start writing stuff down or whatever, and I start praying to God, God, you know, when you told me this, and, and, and this should happen, and that should happen, God's like, no, no, I have not finished telling you. <laughs> you don't even know the whole story. Just be quiet. Let me finish telling you. Wow. Let me finish revealing the, um, your, your plan. So I, learned, I have to learn to discipline myself because I'm like a little kid. I am. I'm his child, but I'm just. I get so excited. It's like Christmas every time. Just like, oh God, when God tells me something, I'm just like, oh my goodness. Well, you know, okay. So like, like, like when? Like I mean, I, I mean, what are we? Should, what are we gonna do now? Just guys, like, calm down, son. <laughs> hey, he says that. Calm down, son. He needs. That's how I respond. Right. Just take time in his presence. He will reveal some things to you. He will reveal a secret to you. Come on. Come on. Yes. A secret only you will know. Okay, so then what, So what do we need to do to shift with God? What do we need to do to shift with God? Well, we need to break up with comfort and go to calling. Yeah. Yeah, we need to break up with comfort and go to calling, we love to be comfortable. We love to be comfortable. But God didn't call us to comfort, he called us to calling. Right, so in Numbers 13, right, so God told, uh, said to Moses to send out spies, right, and come back with proof. Send out spies to the land that I called you to and, and come back with proof that this is the land that I called you to, right? So, so, so Moses sent out 12 spies. Two different reports came back, right? Familiar um, um, story, right? 10 said that it wasn't the land full of milk and honey, and two said it was, right? It was the sake, it was comfort over calling, It was comfort over. Ten were driven by comfort. Two were driven by calling. God was calling them to leave comfort for calling. Anytime God calls you, it's away from comfort. See, because sometimes we get too comfortable in the wilderness. Way too comfortable in in the wilderness because it's a place where God will cater to us. Right, it's a place where God catered to the Israelites for forty years. They didn't have to like ask for anything because it was given to them. Right, so we, so we, it's a place where we can get our needs catered to. Choosing calling over comfort maximizes expectations, whereas choosing comfort over calling minimizes expectations it's where you get to sit in the victim seat you get to sit there and make excuses for yourself why you can't transition to the next season so you're like oh well i mean you know what happened to me right (laughs) i mean it's like you know had a bad breakup um, I, lo- I lost my job, you know. So it it, ha- it goes on for years and years. You have not moved from that place. You get to sit in the in the in the victim seat. Well, you know what Pharaoh did did to me. You know what Pharaoh did to me. The Israelites like you know what Pharaoh did to us. It was like this is that's that's just the way we are. You know, it's hard for us to trust people, right? That's always. Our cop-out, right, is, you know, because of what happened to me, it's hard for me to trust people. But usually the, the, the one who um, affects the most is who? Because it's a reflection on, on, on God, because God would always assign someone to your life, right? So the Israelites was, was sat in the, in the victim seat, oh, you know what Pharaoh did to me? It got so bad when the report came back and, and Joshua and Caleb was just like, no, this is it, we can, we can go, we can do this. This is the land that God called us to go. It got so bad, they were mumbling and complaining, murmuring, and complaining, and they were just like, just send us back to Egypt. Just, just send us back to Egypt. See, sometimes we rather go back to the person who mistreats us instead of going with the person who will love us unconditionally. It's that victim seat. It's that victim seat. God wants us to get up out of that victim seat, right? That victim seat. And sometimes sometime other people will make excuses for us. Well, you know what happened to someone, so this is why they can't move on. You know, um, in, the, um, in the Puerto Rican culture, they said, Bendito. Oh, Bendito. <laughs> ben, ben Bendito. Do. Bendito. Don't make excuses for me. Don't make excuses for me because it only empowers the enemy. Right? I'm a keeper of God's promise. Right, don't make excuses for me. Just encourage me to get up out of the seat, Amen. Get up out of the seat because and tell me I'm not going to stay in the place that I am right now. It is a new season for me, Amen. So don't don't make excuses for me. Encourage me. Be by my side. Pray for me. Give me a word or something. Don't leave me in the same place. Don't make excuses. It only empowers the enemy. It only invites the enemy in my life. It only invites the enemy in my home. I don't want to be hanging out with the enema, right? I want, I want, <laughs> I want to be set free. I want to be set free. I don't want to sit in the seat, the victim's seat any longer. I don't, just help me out. Don't make excuses for me. Even though my circumstances says no, I, my answer is always Yes. I will move forward. I will always choose faith over comfort. I will always choose calling over comfort. Don't make excuses for me. Come on. So I'm going to break up with comfort for calling. See, sometimes we confuse comfort with call. Like... We, when we think about the promised land, we associate that with, like, heaven. It was heaven for the Israelites. Everything was going to be great. All they had to do was just go and walk into that land and take over that land. It was there. It was like a heavenly place for them. No, there were a lot of strongholds right. in that land. Right. Like the land of, of Canaan was named after Canaan, right, who was the grandson of Noah, of Noah right, and, and he was the uh, son of Ham. Ham sinned against Noah, so, so, so Canaan was cursed, so the, the land was already cursed, and so God didn't call the Israelites to comfort, he called them to chaos. You don't like this. I know you don't. I know you don't like it. You don't want to be honest right now, but you don't like it. But God would never call you to comfort. He will always call you to chaos. We live in a chaotic world. How are we going to ever make a difference if we are called to comfort? He will call us to something that's chaotic. So that way he can use us to change it. Jesus was born into chaos. The reason why he was born, because the world was chaotic and we needed a savior to help us out. Otherwise, we would all be in trouble right now if it weren't for Jesus. So he was called into chaos and he experienced chaos in his life. He was casting out demons. He had to deal with Pharisees and Sadducees and and all these seas and stuff like that. And So so he had to deal with all those things. He was dealing with chaos every day. We deal with chaos every day that's the world that we live in. God would never call you to com- comfort. Comfort doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But call to chaos does. Mm-hmm. God's gifted you to deal with chaos, to, to help people overcome barriers, right? It's not just for you. It's for other people. You have other people to deal with the, the chaos that's going on in their life. Your assignment it's to make a difference, to bring about change. You can only do that if something needs changing. Mm, wow. So usually when you get hired for a job, it's to make a difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? That's the same with our um, God-given assignment. Like God calls us to make things better. Right? He'll call you to a church, right, to make things better. But sometimes when we go to church, we go to church for comfort and not calling. We just want to be comfortable in church. We just want to be comfortable. We don't want people to bother us or whatever. We want to just be comfortable. Then when we are uncomfortable, we just jet. I don't want to go back to that church. I just feel uncomfortable. That's God. That's God. God will always show you gaps and voids within a place He sends you so you can fill that gap and that void. Amen. But we just back away because the church is a little chaotic right now. They see a bunch of kids running around screaming and stuff like that. Oh, they don't they don't have this children's church in order. It's chaotic there. Well, why don't you join the ministry? Because God will give you the skill to handle them. Right? But we want the church to meet all of our needs. I hate you It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Church is chaotic. Look at the person next to you say that you're chaotic. Imag- <laughs> Imagine God. God has to deal with us. God has to deal with all of us. We're chaotic. Right? We're chaotic. God will never call you. Stop asking God to make you feel comfortable. It's not going to happen. A season of preparation is about calling you out of comfort into chaos. See, when they came back with the fruit in the land, first, comfort it's not the proof of your call. Comfort is the proof that God is about the call. You got me? Comfort is the proof that God is about the call. Right? Sometimes we like to be comfortable when, when, when God's calling us. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not going to go until I'm comfor- comfortable. No, we have, our comfort should come in the fact that he actually called us. That he is in it so he told them to go out and get proof and proof so when they got so there were two spies that came back they said look this is proof we came back this is proof God God is there God this is where we're supposed to be this is this is exactly where we're supposed to be God is good this is where our provisions God is this is proof that God is calling us to this place we can go we can go, but so many of them had doubt, right? Because they weren't comfortable in moving in to a new season. But this is, but this is proof that God is about to call. This is, this is awesome. This is awesome. Can you hold this? Can you, can you hold this? Fruit? <laughs> Listen, Joshua and Caleb were the two spies that came back with the fruit, right? Jo- 40 years later, God called Joshua to lead the Israelites into the promised land. So the fruit that Joshua came back with was prophetic. Was prophetic. So, so faith in one season will produce a harvest in another. So God was speaking to Joshua about another season. He had to wait 40 years to step into the harvest. But because of his faith, because of his faith, he was able to walk into that new season. So God is saying to you right now, you've been faithful and other people have not been. You will walk into a season that's full of harvest your season is coming your faithful. I've watched you during the dark times I've watched you serve me and praise me during the hard times I've watched you just smile and encourage others any chance that you've, you've, you get God is saying that your harvest is coming hold on to that fruit because it's a reminder to what's to come what's to come What's to come? So it's so it was proof. So if so, when you are faithful in one season, it will produce a harvest in other seasons. It will produce a harvest in other seasons. See, God wants. God doesn't want you to be comfortable. God did not call you to comfort. He called you to chaos. God wants you to choose faith, right in 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 the midst of trials and tribulation. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Joshua and Caleb came back with proof like this is God and no one else believed them. Yeah. So they stood in faith for 40 years, wow. 40 years. Sometimes we wait a long time for God to bless us. But he was saying, just hold on, just hold on to this because this is a reminder for things to come. There is fruit in the season that I am sending you. Hold on because you've been faithful with the season that you're in now. I've been showing up there and I will show up now. Gather up your provisions for the next season because here we go. You're going to see things you've never seen before. You're gonna get opportunities you've never had before. You will see me, he says. You will see my hand. You will see the provisions. You're like a tree. You've been planted. You've been planted. He's saying to you right now, pluck from the tree you've been planted at. Pluck from the tree that I've been planting you so you know what it's like to have faith. Other people will pluck from your tree. Wherever you're divinely located is where you will succeed and flourish. Succeed and flourish. And so this was a to me, this was an amazing revelation that the Lord gave me. He was like, He spoke to Joshua. In one season, about another season. No one else got it. He held on to this. God is true. Whatever dream that God's given to you, I want you to hold it up right now. Hold it up right now. Hold it up. Whatever dream that God's given, you know it's from God. You know it's from God. You know it's from God. Hold up that dream right now. Hold up that dream right now. God's saying, I'm faithful. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. And those things will come to pass. Those things will come to pass. Yes. Yes, you may feel like you're in the wilderness right now. That's actually a good thing. That's where we start. That's when God starts moving in our life. Because he's taking some things away and he's replacing it with healthy things. He's taking some things away, he's replacing it with godly things. Hallelujah. The season that you're entering right now is going to be great. It's going to be great. You know, you can't even imagine. Don't, don't even try to imagine it. Don't. Because God, he don't move that way. He don't move that way. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better than anything that you could Imagine. Hold up that dream. Stand on that dream. He's faithful. He ain't back. This is God, man. This is God. Why can't we move forward? Why can't we move forward? Moving forward is not comfortable. Moving forward is not comfortable. See, a lot of times we have fear of the unknown. A lot of the times... We, we just, we get wrapped up in our emotions and things that it's hard for us to move forward. For some people, God is sharing this with me. For someone here today, your next season is to walk in forgiveness. Your assignment is to walk in forgiveness. That's your new season You may think that okay well then that's really nothing but it is something because you will start seeing things you've never seen before he will start showing you things you never it's freeing when you walk in forgiveness right you're not holding on to that pain that that offense it frees you right and forgiveness will be be revealed in your by your actions it will be revealed by your actions you know so you so, you'll, you'll be free, you won't be bitter any longer. You don't have to think about this, you don't have to get stuck on this whole thing or how someone offended you. Unforgiveness truly prevents a person from moving forward. Yes, it does. You stay in that same season. The Israelites were offended at God, were offended at Moses. Why weren't they offended at Pharaoh? (laughs) You don't even hear them talking about Pharaoh any longer. They targeted God. They targeted Moses and all Moses' leaders. It's like, y'all, it's y'all the problem. Y'all the problem. (laughs) But that's what happens when we are offended. We go to church to church, and we blame the leaders. Every leader becomes the same. Right? The same. The same person that offended you. Every person becomes the same. Because you're not walking in forgiveness. That may be your season to walk in forgiveness. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on to that dream. Hold on to that word you got from God. Yeah. Yeah. Harvest is coming. So I want to close here. We have to be careful that the enemy will not take advantage of our comfort by sending certain spies to destroy our assignment. Because you know he's scared of your assignment, right? Yes, he, is. he is scared of your assignment. Nothing gives him much pleasure as keeping you distracted, right? If we could just put up that, that slide, I am gonna go over here. just put up that slide for me. So there are three things, and I'm going to close with this, there are three things I just want us to, to be careful with, three things that uh, Satan loves to do to your assignment. And I won't spend a lot of time. Um, he gets you to delay it because you think that you are not qualified. But God doesn't call qualified people. He, call, he calls regular people to qualify, and he will qualify us. Right? So the first thing the enemy would do, he would get you to delay um, your transition. He could d- uh, delay the, uh, your, your next season. Okay, so the next slide. And then the second thing he'll do, he, he, gets, he gets you to substitute your calling for comfort. It forces you to switch dreams because of fear. You do something else because you are uncomfortable. Right. So he gets you to a place where it so going to the into a next season when you face, you see all these giants, the 10 spies was just like, it this could not be God. This can't be God. Do you see what's on the land there? You see who was in the land? I mean, these these dudes are huge. There's no way God will call us to a place like that. They are too big. They're going to destroy us. Right? So that fear gets you to switch your dream. Let me go find something easier. That's got to be God. He's not going to call you to easy. Right? So we're going to have to face some obstacles. We're going to have to face some giants in our lives. But think about it. There's a giant inside of you. That's bigger than the one in front of you. So next slide. He gets you to waste it. To waste it. There are some people in the Israelites, I mean, some of the Israelites wasted their opportunity in the wilderness because of a lack of faith, because of fear, because of just wanting comfort, right? And there was a lot of them so sometimes we waste it, it's because we associate, uh, because of associations in the company you keep. Yeah. They, they confirm the enemy's word over your life. Giant's too big, it's too hard, right? I think we have one, one more. And so we have to know who we are with, we don't have any more, okay. I have it here, I didn't give it to you. So you have to know who is around you. There are some people that will add and some people that will subtract. On some people that will divide. and some people that will multiply. On, but God will always send people to your life that will add Amen. and that will multiply. Amen. Amen? Amen? Come on, stand with me. He said to Joshua, he says, he says, have I, have I not commanded you Be strong and good courage and good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you for wherever you go. We hope this message was impactful to you. If you would like to hear more, please remember to subscribe. For more information, you can visit our pages on both Facebook and Instagram. God bless you and have a great rest of the week.